my goodness. Uh, that is Miss Gretchen. I, I wish I could play the whole two and a half minutes, but I would step on her ability to talk to us. Gretchen Carlson. Uh, that is her example of being a violin prodigy. She was doing this stuff on a stage with Isaac Stern when she was little. Uh, and then she played that piece, which I'm going to let her name, I'm not going to do it, at the Miss America pageant and won, God bless her, at 5-3. And people were calling her chubby and she played the violin and she won Miss America because she deserved to win Miss America with that kind of talent. I just wanted you guys to know uh, that that is what she brings to the table, no matter what people may think of people like me and Gretchen who are in the news business. We're not all bimbos. So Gretchen Carlson, welcome back to the Channel Mom Show. Thank you so much. And the name of that song, in an abridged version, because he had to cut it down to three minutes, was Zugunavaisen by Pablo Sarasate, which means actually gypsy airs. Oh, beautiful. And I have to say, and we won't go on about this, but you, it, it, it's like you are in love when you play that instrument uh, yeah. on stage. I mean, just, the passion is just beautiful to watch. I just so enjoyed watching it again. I've watched it several times, uh, you know, when you've been on the show, so... Well, thank you so much, because actually I got advice when I was preparing for Miss America that I should fiddle, which is a whole different craft, because a violinist, a classical violinist, had never won and has never still won since. Uh, and I said, fiddle? You know, like Orange Blossom Special, which is always a crowd favorite, but I didn't know how to fiddle. <laughs> so the woman who had recommended that to my parents actually happened to be sitting behind them in the audience at Miss America when I played the violin, and she tapped them on the shoulder and said, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, she was. So I'm so glad she was. Um, all right, so we're talking about issues that mothers have to deal with in modern day and maybe the fact that motherhood is downplayed and, and not held up as much as it used to be. We now have 40% of our children born out of wedlock. Right. So, so motherhood is downplayed, marriage is downplayed, and that is not me or Gretchen or Shelley judging people that have gone through something that puts them in a non-married, non-traditional family. It is saying, however, that that is a crisis for our country because the research shows that traditional married families with children do better than, than some of the alternatives. Okay, Gretchen's got a brand new book called Getting Real, and some of the issues that we're talking about are, are reviewed in her book and in her book. Fabulous book. I, I recommend you go out and get it. Really inspiring to moms about have a dream, go for it, whatever it may be, and also lift up your motherhood as just as important as all of your other dreams. So uh, she's talking about this Miss America pageant that she won and um, some brutal things that were said about her. Mm -hmm. And a, a man named William Goldman wrote a book and said this about Gretchen, she's real bright, chunky, and self-possessed. Mm -hmm. So, and, 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 and over the years, she's been told things like she has thunder thighs and that she's, you know, people have called her fat. I mean, horrible things. Gretchen, what do we do with the fact that in our spotlight, people are so brutal to women and, and even out of the spotlight, so many moms that I know who feel overweight and unloved because of their weight. What do we do with that? Yeah, and by the way, it's not just men who make fun of women like that. It's actually other women too, Yeah, uh, which, is, which is the worst of it, I think. Listen, I, I grew up uh, a chubby slash fat kid, and I always say that in a way it was a blessing because mm -hmm. I built my self-esteem from the inside out. You know, I, my mom constantly wanted me to be on a diet, tried to, to put me on a diet, and I just didn't have it in me to want to lose the weight. I was perfectly happy and a, and a well-mannered child, and it wasn't until 10th grade, actually, when I wanted to date a boy, and I overheard him in the school hallway saying, I think she's a really nice girl, but she's too fat. Oh. And that day, you know, suddenly in 10th grade, where you've gone through puberty and all this, and it, it affected me, and I decided from that day forward, and I lost 35 pounds. 
Uh, but I still struggle with my weight every single day. You know, the other blessing of being fat as a kid was that I learned how to actually go on a diet, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I, I had to watch my weight. I've had to watch my weight for every living, breathing moment. My mom and I used to joke, you know, I, I'm 100% Swedish. And if you saw my great grandmother, my mom used to say, look, her thighs just go straight down to her feet. <laughs> <laughs> I and, had a grandma and, like that. Yeah. And that's what we inherited. And we have to make the best of it. And you know, and so I, I work on this every single day, Jenny. I, I really do. So that's Aww. my first piece of inspiration out there. Now, as far as what people say about me, listen, that comes with the territory. I, I always say that I built really thick skin after I became Miss America. I was absolutely shocked at how mean people were. And I remember saying to my dad, you know, crying to him, Dad, why do, why do people not like me? Why do they just automatically call me stupid now? Why do they call me a bimbo? They don't even know me. Mm-hmm. And my dad, who everyone revered and loved in our community, would say to me, Gretchen, the simplest device, but I've never forgotten it. Gretchen, no matter how hard you work, you are never going to get everyone to like you. And that has been so true for me, whether it's one job after another in TV, where every time I was coming in new to a place, I just knew what the lines were going to be before I even made it there. Oh, they hired a bimbo, a former Miss America, you know. And so that advice is just really great advice about, you know, it's one, it's a piece of advice everyone can, can take to heart. Feel good it? about yourself and don't worry about what other people think about you. And now, you know, you know, you move on to me being at Fox. People are constantly writing me every single day telling me, you know, those flabby arms, you should wear sleeves, uh, you know, your legs. Yeah, they look like thunder thighs. And these are just the clean things that I can actually <laughs> tell you what people are writing to me. Listen, I don't give a rip what people say about me. I care about how this affects our young kids. Yeah. And, you know, kids are committing suicide over comments like this mm-hmm. on social media. So my lesson, first and foremost, is build your self-esteem from the inside out. You know, it's a blessing that I grew up fat and that I've had to struggle with my weight my whole life. And and I, too, like when you said in the introduction, oh, yeah, women feel bad because they gained weight when they got pregnant. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who, even the second time around, I kind of made it my goal. Oh, I'm going to try not to gain as much weight this time. And guess what? I gained more. <laughs> And in the first trimester, you know, I'm sure so many women can relate to this. I was one of those that gained 15 pounds, like the minute I found out I was pregnant mm-hmm. and then trying to hide it on, on TV. Yeah. Just, you know, listen, I, I've been through all that. I understand all the struggles. I think about it every single day because I have to be, um, because I'm on TV. I mean, obviously I have to keep it under some sort of control, but I empathize with every single woman who struggles with this. Yeah, we've only got five minutes left. I want to try to touch on two things before we tell folks how to find your book. Um, Number one, that judgment thing. I wish every mom who is hard on another mom, myself included, could remember how it feels when someone's hard on you. Mm. And I think you're probably loathe to criticize people's figures because of what you've been through. And you talk about moms need to come from wherever they want to be as a mom and go for that. They don't have to be a stay-at-home mom. They don't have to be a career woman. They should aim for what they think they feel called to do. And I love that you say it shouldn't be one or the other. You do what you are called to do. Exactly. Um, and, and I also get asked, you know, can, you, can, a, can a woman really have it all? And I hate that question. Yeah. I think that that puts 
uh, all women, it's like a curse for us because it's an expectation that we cannot live up to. Yeah. Okay. So let's touch quickly on, on faith because we are on Christian radio and you bring faith um, into the arena and people make fun of your faith and you bring faith into mothering. And I don't know, frankly, how a mom gets by mothering without faith in God, but um, just very briefly, what, what is your advice on uh, for, for women who are mothering and who are fighting the good fight of faith? What, what is your encouragement to them as you've had to fight it in the public eye? Yeah, you know, I'm one of the few national television figures who talks a lot about my faith on the air, and I'm not ashamed to do it, and mm-hmm. I get criticized ruthlessly for doing that. And I, I always like to say, I didn't know that being a Christian has become criminal. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable how negative the reaction has been to me being outwardly, you know, focused on this. Listen, uh, faith has been my religious foundation my whole life. I always say it's the one thing that I don't question in my life, which... Yeah which I'm so blessed that I, I've, that I just don't. Um, it's my job to ask questions on a daily basis. And it's, it's so important to me, and it's so important to my husband and myself and the way in which we're raising our kids. Um, I agree with you. I don't know how we do it in 2015 with all the distractions going on for our young people. I don't know how we do it unless we give them a religious foundation and hope that they take that base with them. And then when they move into an adulthood, that they choose to live their life in a similar fashion. But I think that it is wrong to not give your children something like that to hold on to, to know that, yeah, there is a greater power. And I'm not going to be as selfish about the way in which I look at the world. I am going to give back. My whole last chapter in my book is about giving back, how important I feel that is. The second greatest lesson we can give our children is giving back after the first greatest lesson, which is religion. Yeah. And, and, and I love God and I can't hide it. And I don't know how moms get by without him. And it's not a judgment. I just don't, I don't know how I would do it without him. Right. Um, I, and I'm glad you stand up for it. I, I'm behind you. And I do understand the hatred thing. I just went through a long um, process on the internet where somebody was putting me down and my faith and the assumptions they make if you're a Christian about, you know, that you're a bigot and that you're uh, <laughs> homophobic and that you, that you hate everybody who's not just like you and, and, and the venom that I received from this person. And I thought, Oh my goodness, I, I just love Jesus and I, I don't hate you. And you know, it, it's tough. It, it is, is really tough. The stereotypes. Okay. Gretchen, I want people to run out and get your book and uh, be blessed by the things that you say in it as a mom, as a woman who's devoted to, to being a fabulous career woman, but more than that, a great wife and mother. So, so tell folks about uh, how they find getting real. Well, it's really simple. You just go to GretchenCarlson.com. And if you go to the website right now, you can actually pre-order the book and exclusive to the listeners, they have the ability to get a free bonus chapter right now. Ah, great. GretchenCarlson.com. Is that right? That's true. Oh, Gretchen, thank you for being a blessing. Shelly, I'm so sorry you didn't get to get her. You want to say goodbye to her at least? Goodbye, Gretchen. Thank you for being on. Bye, Shelly. Thank you for playing that violin. Yes, it's beautiful, Gretchen. We're, We're blessed that you were on. Have a wonderful day. Have a great show. And thanks for being on Channel Mom. Thank you so much, Jenny and Shelley. Okay, take care. God bless. God bless you. All righty. Thanks so much for joining Channel Mom today. Hey, look, if you're a mom in the car or at the computer and you've listened to Gretchen's interview and you've listened to me uh, talking with her today and you've tuned in, please know that even if you feel unappreciated in your role as a mother and you feel like nobody thanks you and nobody understands all you do to raise your children well, we're thanking you. Thank you so, so much for working hard to raise your children well. Our country will be better for it. So God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in Channel Mom. And next week, find out how to have a great recipe for your marriage, plus cooking recipes, but a recipe for a good marriage from our friends uh, Lane and Steve Kraft. 
Have a great weekend.